Wherever you are, begin to stir yourself up, begin to stir yourself up. Let We are praying and we are taking charge over the atmosphere. When Jesus was leaving, he instructed his disciples to take charge till he come. We are assessing authority over the atmosphere, disengaging and disconnecting every source of power that will try to place a limitation on today's word and today's activities in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray and teach exercise authority, exercise dominion for the atmosphere. (laughs) 
we exercise authority and dominion over the atmosphere. Whenever you want pray against the spirit of destruction, every external force that wants to penetrate into your field to pick out every word that you receive today, pray and picture even a word confirmed that we should guide our heart with all diligence. Pray and take charge of your atmosphere. As we learned last week that we are king, speak like a king. Take charge over your territory. Be in charge over your territory. Be in charge of your territory. So one characteristic of a king is to protect his reign. Be in charge of your We're taking a last prayer. You're praying that may you encounter God through His word today. You see, great men are made by encounters. 
the more you encounter the more your life is being transformed hallelujah right now we are praying that as the word come today may we have an encounter with the holy ghost because we are in the dispensation of the holy ghost may we have encounters series of encounters in the name of jesus begin to pray right now the power of the light shine upon the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I declare that anyone who comes under the sound of God's word will be empowered. Yes, you will be empowered. There will be enlightened. There will be empowered. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your word. This thank place, you, Father, for your child up. Thank you, Father, for giving us opportunity to shut up by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. We welcome each and everybody to the Fruit of Redemption on Plus Radio. If you are listening right now, I want you to begin to share the links to your friends and families that we are back to the studios to enlighten people with the word of God saving them from the muck of the world to the bones of the world hello Ishmael you are welcome back once again thank you how are you doing doing fine how was your weekend it was great it was great so how was church church was wonderful it was powerful is there anything you want to say not exactly all right so without wasting my time can you take us through today's soul food yeah our souls are hungry for the word today yeah okay so every monday we come on your way with the soul food to feed our souls feed our souls and today's word is no exception amen amen yeah it said exciting benefits of prayer amen Amen. most of us don't tend to pray because we don't get the results that we want amen 
Yes, so most Christians don't really engage themselves in prayer. Amen. But today, our soul food is letting us know some of the benefits. I mean, the exciting ones. Amen. Amen. When you pray always. So our test is taken from First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, pray without season. Amen. Amen. Pray without season. Pray without ending. Amen. Yeah. So he says, when you understand the importance and higher purposes of prayer, you will always be willing and excited to pray, especially in, in other tongues. One of the beautiful things the Holy Spirit has done in our lives as God's children is to give us the ability to speak in other tongues. Amen. When we speak in tongues, the utterance, the words we speak aren't man-made but from the lord moreover we aren't speaking to men but to god for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto god for not man understandeth him how how but in the spirit he speaketh mysteries first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 when you pray in tongues, you are in fellowship with the Father. You are communicating with Him through the Spirit in a heavenly language. What a blessing that is. Amen. So most of the times, the, the, the demons or the principalities or the, the, the witches don't understand what you say. Amen. When you speak in tongues. When you speak mere words, they get to know what you are trying to say. But when, when you speak in tongues, you speak heavenly language. Amen. And they don't understand them. Okay, so I continue. Mo also, praying in tongues help to stir up the power of God resident in your spirit. Though that power came into your life when you receive the holy spirit as chapter 1 verse 8 you've got to keep it active and in use for his glory amen you always have to keep um, your power activated amen and in order to do that you need to speak in tongues amen praying in tongues will keep you more fit spiritually and responsive to the guidance and promptings of the spirit the more time you spend in fellowship with the lord praying in the holy ghost the more his character and personality are revealed in and manifested through you some are only compelled to pray when they face crisis in life and that's not right we are called into fellowship with our heavenly father that's what prayer and praying in is primarily for amen fellowship amen so we all know that prayer is a communication between man and god amen so the moment you break fellowship that means you don't pray amen all right so i continue take your personal and corporate times of prayer very seriously create the opportunities in the course of your day to fellowship with the lord through prayer and your life will flourish 
from glory to glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So today's software is so powerful. Most of the times we as Christians or the youth, we 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 wake up very early in the morning and then the first thing that we pick is our phones and then we go on WhatsApp, we go to Instagram, Twitter to check the news. Amen. Amen. But what we don't do is we don't have a fellowship with God when we, we, we wake up. Amen. And that's the first thing that you need to do as a Christian. Amen. Amen. So he says, pray without season. Immediately you wake up from your bed. The first thing that you need to do is to speak to your father. Amen. 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 So let's take this, this confessions. It says, how great thou art, O Lord. How great thou art, O Lord. Your glory. Your glory. Greatness. Greatness. And majesty are beyond description. And majesty are beyond description. Thank you for your presence in my life. Thank you for your presence in my life. And your word that builds and transforms me. And your word that builds and transforms me. In every increasing glory. In ever increasing glory, sorry. In ever increasing glory. Thank you for the privilege of speaking in other tongues. Thank you for the privilege of speaking in other tongues. And to fellowship with you in such deep intimacy. And to fellowship with you in such deep intimacy. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Ishmael, for the soul food today. He said exciting benefits of prayer. I like where you see we are called into fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Yeah. That is why we are also here to also have a communion or a fellowship with our father through his word today amen amen and i understand that you can't just pray when you don't know the word for the word and prayer mixed together brings positive outcomes amen, amen. so whatever the word that you hear today will help you to be at the right stand to pray even effectively amen yeah so we are almost ready we have with us here Pastor Joseph Osesebe, the founder and general overseer of Kari City Gospel Center. Kari City Gospel Center. I think the man of God has to explain Kari to us. People want to really know. Yeah. Hello, man of God. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Please, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We welcome great. you back. Thank you. Please, how was your weekend? It was very tiring. We, have, we had a glorious service last Sunday. Wow. Wow. We did an impartation, wow. but thank God I woke up today being filled with the Holy Ghost. Wow. So I'm charged today. Mm. Wow. Yeah. The listeners are ready for you to also impart onto them since most of them couldn't come to the service. People yeah. are also listening yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. Please, can you explain to us Caris before we start? Caris means grace. Wow. grace. Yeah, Caris. And that's where we got the word charismatic. Okay. or charisma okay. and it means that the church is full of grace mm -hmm. so you don't struggle to operate in the giftings wow. yeah. every gift in the church is in operation oh. so when you come to charis you'll be imparted you see i don't allow people to go to atria for 40 days 90 days before they get a gift I will lay hands on you and impart giftings to you oh. so that you will be established. Mm. Yeah. 
So when you come, you have prophets, we have teachers, we have evangelists. You see, grace abounds in our midst. Yeah. So if you don't have a church, I encourage you to come to Caris. Yeah. That's where God lives. Wow. Now the headquarters of God is in Caris. Yeah. That's very powerful. The headquarters wow. of God is wow. in Caris. See, Caris yeah. means grace. So Caris yeah. City Gospel Center is at Bokrom Estate, Limes Quarry, near Rock of Ages School. So if it happens that you don't have any place to fellowship, you can join them to fellowship. Amen. Amen. As the man of God said, when you come, there will be an impartation for you to know and understand the purpose at which God called you to become a Christian. Amen. Amen. So, man of God, Pastor Joseph of SCB, I'm already ready. <laughs> and the listeners are also ready. We have here our plates, our fucking knives. Some of us, they are using spoons. Others want to use their hands to eat or dine in the word of God. Mm. Can you please take us through today's word? Right, thank you very much. First of all, I would like to greet our listeners. and May God bless you. And today I'm going to talk about something that's going to liberate your minds. And it will cause you to take charge of your life. You see, that's what I've been teaching for so many years for Christians to take their destinies into their hands. Your destiny is not in the devil's hands. Your destiny is not in God's hands. Your destiny is not in anybody's hands. Your destiny is in your own hands. And today, I'm going to continue from where I left off. That Jesus loved us and he came to die for us. And I read from Re Revelation chapter 1, verse 5, that he had what? Made us kings and priests. He's not going to make us kings. He's not about to make us kings. He has what? Made us. That is past. The word made means what? Past. He has already done it. You see, one thing that is excited about Christianity is that God has already done it. He's not going to what? Do it. God has already blessed us. He's not going to bless us. So if you pray that God bless me, it is a wrong prayers. Because he has already blessed us with all spiritual blessing. Our responsibility is to get hold of what God has already offered. Our responsibility is to receive what God has freely given to us through Jesus Christ. So today I'm going to continue. If you are a king, it means you have a territory, you have a domain, you have a kingdom. And if you are a king, you have authority. And today I'm going to talk about authority. I'm going to talk about authority. Now, what is authority? When we talk about authority, I know you have heard the word authority. What is authority? Authority is the ability to perform an act. The ability to perform an act. Authority also means the capacity to do something. The capacity to do something. Authority also means the right to act without hindrance. The right to act without hindrance. 
Then lastly, authority means to have control over something. To have control over something. If you read Ecclesiastes chapter 4, chapter 8, verse 4. Brother, I want you to read for me Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 4. If you have your Bible with you, you can open to Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 4. Where the word of a king is, there is power. You say, where the word of a king is, there is power. It means when you are a king, you don't speak mere words. Your words carry weight. He said, where the word of a king is, there is what? There is power. There is authority, power. So, you don't just speak a mere word and think that it will not come to pass. Because the Bible says, life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That means any word that comes out of your mouth will not come to you void. It will not come back to you void. Because your words carry weight. Because you are a king and you have authority. Your words are full of what? Of power. So he says, where the word of a king is, there is power. So wherever you send your word, it will go and what? Perform whatever you command it or command it to do. God says, my word shall not what? Return to me. What? It shall accomplish whatever I please in. Because God is a king. So he says, my word shall not return to me. void. It shall what? Accomplish whatever I please in. Because God is a king, he will always what, send his word. He doesn't move around. God doesn't move. He's on the throne. Anytime he wants to accomplish something, it is his word that he sent. You can read from Genesis. Anytime he wanted to deal with a nation, he sent forth his word. Anytime he wanted to correct something or change a situation, he sent forth his word. Even when he wanted to heal the people of Israel, he sent forth his word. The Bible says he sent his word to heal them. That is a king. That is a characteristic of what? Of a king. A king doesn't move. When he speaks, it's a done deal. So that is the word of God for you. I want you to open another scripture. Let's read another scripture. Today I want you to listen to me carefully. Because this word is going to bless you. Let's open to Job chapter 22, verse 28. Job chapter 22, verse 28. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. He said, you shall make a decree. When we talk about decree, we are talking about commands. He said, you shall make a command, and it shall be established. So, as a king, because you have authority, you can decree, and it shall be what? Established. You can command, and it shall be established because you are in authority let me give you an example let's read 
this scripture. Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. I'm giving an example of what I'm talking about. Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Speak the word only. This was a centurion. You know, this centurion was very good. He donated money to build uh, a synagogue. And one day, one of his servants was sick, very sick. So they plead on his behalf to Jesus that this man is very good. He is a he's the sponsor of the church. So if the servant is sick, then Jesus, you have to go and heal the servant. You see? But because this man was a centurion, that means he was a general, and soldiers were under him. So he understood authority. So he told Jesus that, no, the things that you are doing, I can see that you are also in authority. Like you have been sent by an authority. You have been sent. You, are, you come from God. I'm also in authority I command my boys. He said, do this and they do it. Go and bring this and they bring it. So, you are also in authority. So, you don't have to even come to my house to, to come and heal my servant. Just speak the word only. And I know that you have power over the sickness. You have power over any infirmity. So when you speak the word, the word can travel because words travel in waves. You see, words travels. You see, now I'm in Kumasi and I'm teaching. Somebody is in UK listening to me. Why? Because of waves. The power of waves. So this man was telling Jesus that you don't have to what? Come. Because I'm unworthy for you to enter. Because at that time, for a Jew to enter a Gentile house, somebody who is a Gentile's house, was not right. They were not supposed to be there. So he was reminding Jesus that you are in authority. And there is power in your tongue. Whatever you command, it will be established. So just speak the word only. Because you are a man of power. Your words carry weight. Your words carry power. And that same word will travel to my house and go and heal my servant. This is the man who understands authority. And Jesus was shocked. And he said, I have never seen this, this type of faith in Jerusalem, not in Jerusalem. He was shocked because this man understood authority because he was also in authority. So are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you have authority, your words carry weight. And now, you have been given authority. And the reason why you have been given authority is that you are a king. And God doesn't want to interfere into your life. Because when you have authority, and because God also is, is an authority and he respects authority, he will never interfere in what you do with your life. God will never interfere. God will not put a hindrance before you. Because he also understands authority. 
And when you have authority, it means you also have responsibility. And a lot of Christians, they are praying to God for God to do what he has given them authority to do. That is our challenge. We are praying to God to do what he has given us authority over. So we cry and cry and cry and nothing has happened. For example, he has given us authority to heal the sick. But when somebody is sick, maybe your child is sick, then we, we pray to God that God release your healing hands and touch our brother, touch our son, touch our husband, touch our wife. We will pray and pray and nothing will happen. Because when you do that, it means you are stepping out of authority because he has given you authority over sickness. So why are you still praying to God to heal? You see, when he was sending the disciples, you see, I want us to read something here. When he was sending, let's read something here. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. You see, Jesus called the 70. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Yeah. Behold, behold, I give unto you power to tread up serpents and scorpions. Mm hmm and over all the power of the enemy mm -hmm. and nothing shall by any means hurt you and nothing shall by any means hurt you, you see behold see i give you what power you see that word used here was asusia 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 means authority the right to use what power he said behold i give you power over what over all the powers of the enemy i give you authority over them so you cannot pray to god for god to bind your enemies for you you cannot be singing this this song that we used to we use it for praises no no God will not do that. No. God will never do that. To bind the enemy for you. Because already he has given you. He said, I give you power. Authority over all the powers. Or see you will trample upon serpents and scorpions. You will trample upon them. That means they are under your feet. You have authority over them. So what should you do? You command them to leave you. You don't pray to God. But that is what we do. That God deal with uh, the demon chasing me, deal with them. God do this, God do that. And God will never do it. Because he understands authority. He said you are a king, so you have power, you have authority. So you better deal with them yourself. And all our songs is in it. All our songs. Always we are trying to call on God to come and do something he has given us power to do. We don't want to accept responsibility. We don't want to accept it. 
the last time he sent the 12 and said, when you go heal the sick, raise the dead. He sent them and said, when you go, you, 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 you heal the sick, you, you raise the dead. That is, I've given you power. Use that power to you. You will do it. If you have any challenges, if you have any challenges from the enemy, you, you, you cast it, command the, command the demons, command principality, powers of darkness, to what? To, to leave you. You, he didn't say, I will, when you go, I will, I will do it. I will do it. So, you see, we should grow to that level. He said we should do it. We should have the boldness to do it. And when we do it, we shouldn't say, no, as far as we are nothing, it was God who did it. It was what? Let's give the glory to God. You see, when you do it, you are stepping out of authority. And God doesn't like it at all. God doesn't like it. I am not the healer. God is the healer. Then why is he giving you authority? And power over disease and sickness. So what is the purpose of that authority? If you read James chapter 4 verse 7. You say submit yourself to God. And resist what? The devil. And he what? Flee from you. You say Resi you resist it. God will never resist the devil for you. You say you resist the devil. And he what? He will flee from you. You have challenges in your marriage. Your marriage is under attack. Resist the devil. Your family is under the attack. Resist the devil. The devil is on rampage on your finances. He said, resist the devil. You do it. He will not do it for you. Because you are a king. And where the word of a king is, there is what? There is power. And you shall what? Make a decree. You shall make a command. And it shall be established. So it is about time as a child of God you understand authority so that you don't push your responsibility to God. Because God is a king, you see, a king also de always delegates power. That's why Jesus, because he knew he was a king, he was always delegating power. He just started ministry. He started uh, empowering the, the disciples and the 70 uh, leaders that he had and another 120. He started empowering them. That is a king. That is the work of a king. A king is someone who empowers others. A king is someone who lifts up others. Because he's a king, he shouldn't be always be doing this and that because he's in charge and he's in authority. He delegates power. And God is resting. Why should God get down to come and heal somebody? Why should God get down to come and open door for somebody? Why should God get down to come and do this, perform a miracle for somebody? No. That's why he has given us authority. He has given us power. And he has added giftings to it. It means what he can do for others. He has given us what? The power to do it. So if we don't do it, it is not. we cannot blame God for that. If people are dying out of sickness, we cannot blame God for that. Because he has done something about diseases and sickness. Jesus came to die. And the Bible said by his stripes we were healed. He has done something about it. So he says that when it comes, 
although it, it, it is bound to come because of what we eat because of the works of the enemy because of uh, the chemicals that is in our food now because of something it they are bound to happen but still he said i've given you authority i've given you power to heal So it is about time that you grow up as a child of God. It is about time that you take what belongs to you. It is about time that you take charge of your destiny. It is about time that you stop crying and stop begging God for something he has already given to you. As far as you, you operate as a child, the devil will be in rampage in your life. The devil will be running your life as long as you act as a child. God expects you to grow up. That's the reason why you are listening to this word. Because it is true knowledge that you will be delivered. It is true knowledge that you will be empowered. Knowledge is power. So anyone who is under the sound of my voice, you cannot blame anyone for where you find yourself now. You cannot blame anyone. You cannot push the, the responsibility of your decisions to someone. Because you are where you are because of the decisions you made yesterday. You cannot blame anyone. You are the king of your own life. King of your own destiny. So if there's something wrong with your life, you are responsible. You are at fault. If you are successful, it is your own fault. You see, we like to blame people. We like to blame. We say, we prayed, we prayed. Maybe God didn't listen. Maybe, no. No. I've cried and cried and cried. Nothing is happening in my life. That is why you need to study God's word so that you can know what has already has been freely what given to you. You see, I want you to open your Bible today. Today I want you to study something so that that's why we are, we are going through God's word. Because I don't want you to think that maybe I'm making it up. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 to 6. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 to 6. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 to 6. Even when we were dead in sins, mm -hmm. had quickened us together with Christ. He said he has quickened us together. I want you to check the worst word. He, say, he says, we, we, you see, he has what? Quickened, is it present or past? Past. It's past. Quickened us together with what? With Christ. Uh huh. By grace ye are saved. By grace ye are what? Saved. Uh huh. And had raised us up together. And had raised, is it past or present? Past. Raised us up together. Uh huh. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And made, is it past or present? Past. Made us sit together. Where? 
in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In heavenly places in what? In Christ Jesus. Read Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20. Let's what is this place? The heavenly places. Let's go at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. Ephesians 1 20. Uh-huh. Which he wrote in Christ. Which he what? Wrote in Christ. When he raised him from the dead. When he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand in the heavenly place. And has set him at his what? Right hand. I want you to mark that. Right hand. Uh-huh. In the heavenly places. In the heavenly places. You see, it has appeared. The heavenly places. In the right hand of God is what Ephesians chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 is talking about. So the heavenly place is the right hand of the Father. And the right hand of the Father is not like God is seated and Jesus is seated at his right hand. No. When you talk about right hand, it is a place of what? Authority. And now Paul is telling us we are seated together because when Jesus died, we died with him. When he was buried, we were buried with him. And when he rose up from the dead, resurrected, we were also we also resurrected with him. And we are seated together with Jesus at the right hand of the Father. And that place is the place of authority. Are you getting it? Yeah. Uh-huh, continue. Far above all principality. You said this place is far above principalities. And power. And power. And mind. And might. And dominion. And dominion. And every name that is named. My God. Kapasha. And every name that is named. So you see, Paul is saying that where we are seated, it is far above. Where we are operating from, it is far above. The authority and the power we have been given, it is far above. So we cannot sit down and blame the witch for the things we are going through. If a witch is doing you, it is your own fault. My God. If a demon is on your matter, it's your own fault because it means you are not conscious of where you are operating from. You are not conscious of the authority that you have. Why should you allow the demon to be operating in your life? That means you have allowed it. And Jesus cannot do anything about it. God cannot do anything about it. The angels cannot do anything about it. Because the power to cast them out is not in God's hands. The power to cast out the principalities out of your life is not in Jesus' hands. It's not in the angels' hands. They cannot never do anything about it. So we need to be conscious. He said, it's far, far. So if the spirit of death is carrying you, and you have been having bad dreams that maybe you will die next year, you will die this year, and all that, what should you do? You need to what? Take charge and put the spirit of death in this place. Cast that spirit out of you. Cast that spirit out of your house. It's your responsibility to do it. You shouldn't be afraid at all. You should know where you are operating from. And thank God for Jesus. He loved us. And he has what made us kings. Ha! Seated together with him. Seated together with him. He didn't just leave us here for us to serve. Seated together. At the right hand of the Father. A place of authority. That we have the right to use power. 
And Jesus told them that ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall receive power. And if you have power, it means you have the ability to what? To cause changes. The ability, the dynamic ability to cause changes in your life. So if you don't like what is happening in your life, you can change it. If you don't like where you find yourself, you can change it. If you don't like how far you've come, you can change it. You can turn things around. So there's nothing like difficult situation to a Christian, to a child of God. No, you have the ability. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Paul says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Why? Because we have authority. Why? Because we have the right to use power. Why? Because we can affect changes. So it doesn't matter what the report, the doctor's report, what the report is saying. You can effect a change. Take hold of that authority. Take up authority and change the situation. Because the moment they hand you that report and the doctor tells you that you have cancer, the moment you begin to pray that, oh God, heal me, you are stepping out of authority. That is wrong prayers. The moment you get that report, what should you do? You need what invoke the healing power of God on the inside of you because that that power is on the inside. You see, you have been given power to heal, so the healing power is in you. Invoke it, invoke that power on your behalf. Lay hands on where you are hurting and command that infirmity to leave you. Command that cancer to leave you. Command diabetes to leave, to leave you. Command hypertension to leave you. Command it. And I tell you, it will work. It works. I tell you, it works. You try it and see, it works. Because God will never what interfere in your life, I tell you. And it's all because of where you had you are seated. Hallelujah. You see, I want to give you an example. You know, when the Holy Ghost came upon Peter and the disciples, if you read Acts chapter 3, one day they were going for uh, let's say church service. They were going to the temple and there was someone who was crippled. And he was always seated at a gate. That's a square word. Beautiful. And the Bible said, when he saw Peter and John, he looked unto them, expecting that what they would give him some money. But when they reached there, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have my God. <laughs> He says, such as I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. He says, such as I have, I give unto you. He said, look unto us. Such, he said, look unto God. He understood authority. He understood the that has been given unto him. He understood that it is an ability to cause changes. And he understood that because of this ability, I can change the destiny of this man. He said, just look unto us. If the people of this world will know this, huh, 
when they see a Christian walking by, they will just they can just touch a Christian and they can tap into the healing power that is at work in that Christian and they will be healed. That's what John was saying there. Now are we the sons of God? He said, The world don't know us because they don't know him. If you know God, you will know me. If you know God, if you know that God can heal, you almost you also know that his son can also heal. Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. There's no, no, Masakata. That's why it's a Christian. We should be conscious so that when people see you, they will see the, the God in our eyes. When they see you, they will see Jesus in our eyes. We have allowed people to suffer. We have allowed people to die because we are not conscious of what we carry. He said, look unto us. He said, don't, don't look unto God. Look unto us. So, Peter released that power in him. He said, get up and walk. The guy was still waiting and the Bible said he held him and he just <laughs> lifted him up. And all of a sudden, the Bible says, and his legs received strength. Zukapa. You see, we need to be bold. In your office, be bold. If a colleague is sick, tell that colleague, look unto me. I have something to give. If your wife is sick, tell your wife that look unto me. I have something to give. You see, we should give them the opportunity to lay a demand on the power. You see, the power, if you don't lay a demand on it, it won't work. It's not about time. It's not about time. That you lay a demand on it. If they, uh, they don't know God, that's why they don't know us. Because God has given us all authority. All authority. Against, is it, it is above any other name. So it doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter the name of your sickness. The authority that we have is above it. It doesn't matter whether you have sclerosis or arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and immune, uh, autoimmune diseases, and all kinds of sicknesses. You see, there are some names, very hoodious names, but we have authority over all these hoodious names. I cannot even mention some of them, some of the sicknesses. So it is the boldness. Look at Peter. The boldness. One time, Dorcas died, and they were looking for Peter. <laughs> my God, this is someone who understands. They were looking for Peter, so they put Dorcas at the upper room, and they searched for Peter. They said, "Peter, you have to come. This woman is so good. We, we can't allow her to die." So they called for Peter, <laughs> and the Bible said, "When Peter came, he stirred up the anointing." The Bible said he prayed. He was standing up the anointing. And when he finished with the prayers, he held her hand and said, Dorcas, get up. This is not prayer. He said, Dorcas, get up. And Dorcas got up. Hi. What an audacity. What an audacity. And Peter was like us. We are all drinking from the same source. We all have the same grace. 
we all have we have all received an abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness so god expects us to, to reign reign in your life reign in your finances reign reign you have no excuse you have to reign because you have been made a king reign 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 over every every situation reign over every bad addiction in your life reign you cannot just say oh i can't do it i can't you can do all things through christ you can do all things through the anointing the power that is at work in you you can do it you can come out of that because if you don't god god says i will be with you when you go through the fire you see god is always with you it's your responsibility to get out of that fire if you don't know he said when you go through the waters i will be with you so god no matter the situation he's there with you he said i will never leave you nor forsake you therefore we have to be confidently confidently say that god is our helper you see he's not going to do it for us but when we step out in boldness god is going to help us he will push us but you have to take the step first and god will back you up he said whatever you lose on earth is what is loose in heaven whatever you burn on earth is what it bound in heaven so you have to take the step of faith and god will back you up so god has been waiting for you to take that step are you dealing with this the the, the 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 spirit of poverty god is waiting for you to step what take a step of faith and god will back you up and you will come out of that situation come out of poverty poverty is the state of mind it's a state of mind it's not lack of money it's the state of mind and you better come out it's a spirit you better cut that spirit out of you and that is what a lot of christians are dealing with little money then we lose our faith little money then we lose our strength little money then we don't fellowship with god again little opportunity then we lose everything that's why the world are saying that a lot of christians are poor because i tell you prosperity in christianity is a sign of maturity because we don't have the capacity the capacity to what to control money little money we get then that money will control us we are not in charge we are not in authority little money then we lose our our, our spiritual senses so these are the examples peter understood authority so he was not waiting on god so they saw it so the bible said when peter was passing by they were what bringing sick folks along the route that he was passing so that at least the shadow of peter will what will fall on them and when it fell on them they got healed the bible says aprons were taken from the what from the body of paul and this apron was healing the sick delivering those that were oppressed of the devil an apron a handkerchief from the body and these two guys, Paul and Peter, were all drinking from the same source. God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons, I tell you. God has no favorites. What God has done for somebody, he will do it for you. God is rich towards everyone. So don't think that, oh, because they were Peter because he was Peter, because he was Paul. No. They have the Holy Ghost living in them. We also have the Holy Ghost living in us. They were anointed. We are also anointed. And we have all been made kings. 
But you see, they understood authority, so they got hold of that. They take authority and they started operating in it. That's why they got positive results. So you can also get the same results if you go by what I'm saying. Hallelujah. This authority is very, very important because if you don't know where we are operating from, so many things will happen. So you can't get hope. So many things that God has already declared that it is yours. So many things. God has already declared the end from the beginning. And if you don't get hold of this authority I'm talking about, you will not get to that destination. And so far as God is concerned, it's a done deal. Your life is not a mystery. He has already declared it. It has already been revealed to you, but it is up to you. It's your responsibility to get there. But if you don't understand this authority I'm talking about, there's no way you will get there because there are hindrances, there are portals, there are mountains that you need to face. And Jesus didn't say we should pray about mountains. He said we should speak to it. We should speak to mountains. We don't pray about mountains, but that's what we do. We pray about them. Everything is prayer, prayer, prayer. We pray about mountains. But he, said, he told us to speak to this mountain. And that mountain will move. If you have the God kind of faith. He said have faith in God. The God kind of faith. And this God kind of faith. You remember when God was faced. With a very difficult situation in Genesis chapter 1. He says in the beginning God created heaven and earth. And the earth was without, was without form. And void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. He was faced with what a very hopeless situation. But what did God do? He said, Let there be light. He spoke words of power. Let there be light. He didn't call Angel, Angel Michael. He didn't call Angel Gabriel. Then let's come together. What are we going to do? I'm faced with it. What are we? Let's do something. No, he didn't call anybody. He just spoke words of power. And the Bible said, And there was light. Some of you, anytime you are facing situation, you start calling for prayers and this and that for, for people to sympathize with you. Sympathy votes. I mean, that's one thing I hate. Sympathy votes. No, I know who I am. I know what I have. I know what I carry. And I know what I can do. That's you. Be cautious of what you carry. It is the same power. So the Bible was saying, Paul was saying that the same power that raised up Jesus Christ and this same power carried Jesus and put him at the right hand of the Father, far above principalities and powers. This same spirit lives in you. He said, this same spirit shall vitalize your mortal, but this same spirit, not a different spirit. But you, when you are faced with a situation, you start calling, you call your friends, you call your mom, you call your daddy, you call your wife. Stay where you are. Don't move. Just release a decree. Just command. Command. You see, with this same authority, you can use it to frame your life. Frame it. You can frame your life. If we read Hebrews 11, you say, we know that by faith, the whole world were framed by the word of God. They, they were framed. God used his word to frame. He said, let there be this and there was that. Let there be this and there was that. Let there be this. He used words to create the whole world. He said, the whole world were framed. And those things that appear were made of things that were, do not appear. Hallelujah. 
He said, those things that you see were made of things that do not what? Appear. It came through us. The physical structures we see, the stones, the trees, everything came out of what? Was. So it means that the same faith that God used, the same power that he released, that same power is at work in you. So you can release rest of power to frame your life. If you don't like, if you don't like your life now, you can change it. But that's what I want to say. You can change the situation. You can frame your life. He cough off those things that be not as though they were. Because his words carry weight. So don't wait for you to see that just shall live by faith. So you better speak words. You better make prophesy into your life. You better make prophecies into your life. Don't wait for someone to prophesy to you. You better release words. And those things that are not in place in your life, you can voice it out, you can speak it out, and it will appear. It's just a matter of time. You see, if you don't see it now, don't be worried. If you don't see it now, you see, don't, don't lose hope at all. You remember Jesus spoke to a tree. Jesus was walking about speaking to trees. Can you imagine? Speaking to trees. Because a tree has got senses. A tree is a living thing. He went about speaking to trees. That no tree, no fruit will come out of you. I curse you. And when he said that, nothing happened. It was the next day when they were passing. And Peter drew his attention. Say, hey, master. The tree that you curse has started what? Dying. That's what I'm saying. That keep speaking. Keep speaking. Keep speaking to the situation. Speak. It may take time, but it's just a matter of time. When the clouds are full of rain, it will empty itself. Just speak, 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 speak. Just speak. Just speak that you are coming out. You are coming out. You are coming out. It doesn't feel like you are coming out. It doesn't, it doesn't look like you are coming out. But you are coming out anyway. You are coming out of from that valley because I've been set on a hill. I cannot be hidden. I'm the light of the world. Although you see darkness, but say I'm the light of the world. Let there be light. I'm the light of the world. I tell you. You see, that should be your mentality. That should be your mentality. That you carry something. In academics, if you have difficulties, you can change it. Speak to your average. Speak to your average. You can speak to your average. Your average will change. Just speak. And I tell you, your life will just fall in place. Your life will fall in place. Everything will just come together. You see, lastly, let me, let, lastly, let's talk about you see, I've spoken about the cripple and all that. You see, Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter 37, you know, he said, the hand of God was upon me, and he carried me by his spirit into a valley. And the valley was full of what? Dry bones. And he said, and the Lord asked me, can these bones live? Look at his response. He said, God, thou know it. <laughs> You see, that is the attitude we have towards God. That know it. God, that know it. You see, that's attitude. That's uh, that know it. That was his answer. And God said, "No, man of God, man of God, prophesy to these bones, because I have given you authority. I have given you power. My anointing is on you, 
and without you there's nothing i can do about this but you better prophesy because the power to change to transform this dry bones is in your mouth prophesy to this one and say to these bones that let flesh come on you and the bible says ezekiel said and i prophesied as i was commanded and the bones started coming together kappa ta kappa and the neck bone joined the the, the the chest bone and the chest bone joined the hand bone and the and, and the waist bone joined the leg bone and the bones started coming together and there were some sinews coming on it the veins started appearing and there was flesh on it and it was there nothing was happening so he looked up to god again and he said god yeah, I see flesh, but it's not moving. And God said, prophesy again. This is what I'm talking about. You don't stop till you see what you are saying. Till you see. Till you see it, you don't stop. Till you see changes, you don't stop. And God said, command the wind, command bread to come into this flesh. And he said, I prophesy as I was commanded. I prophesy as I was commanded. Huh. So success is in your mouth. Prosperity is in your mouth. Healing is in your mouth. But if you don't take advantage of it and get hold to it, you remain the same. And there's nothing God can do about it. There's nothing God can do about it. There's nothing God can do about it. Because he has given us something to work with. So it is my prayer that your eye of understanding may be enlightened. Amen. It is my prayer, it is my prayer that you will see the hope of God's call upon your life and also see the incomparable power that will raise up Jesus Christ from death. That's what Paul said, that I may know him and know the power of his resurrection. The power of his resurrection is at work in us. Take advantage of it. Take hold of it. It's the power of resurrection. So anything that is dead in your life will resurrect. If you release that resurrection power, if your business is dead, it will resurrect. If your academics is dead, it will resurrect. If your finances are dead, it will resurrect. I activate this power. Mm. So God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we think of us according to the power that is at work. If that power is not at work, God cannot do anything. Because God is able to do according to the power that is at work. According to the power that is working. So take up authority. Child of God, take up authority. God bless you. I will end here. Wow. I'll continue. I'll continue from here. You don't stop till you see changes wherever you are within the space of 30 seconds. I want you to begin to speak into your life. Frame up your word in the name of Jesus. You can frame your life with words. Now begin to speak like a man of authority, like a woman of authority. You are a king. Begin to pray. Declare, declare, speak, speak, speak. So you don't 
don't stop till you see changes. You don't stop. Speak to that addiction of yours. Speak to that migraine of yours. Speak to that infirmity. Lacko shadabal. Eko shadadabal. Sevenda. Lacko she's a son of man. Prophesy. 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 Your destiny is in your own hands. Your destiny lies on your thank. Palada doshapa. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 So, thank you, man of God. Um, some people have sent their questions. Amen. Yeah. So, this is coming from Godfrey from Bukum Estate. He says he, his questions are in three folds. Amen. So, I think with time, since we'll be continuing the series next week. I think we will, we will first ask the first question and then the second and third will be answered maybe next week. Amen. Amen. So he says, the first question is, do all Christians have the same level of authority or there are differences in levels? We all have the same level. We are, you see, we are all seated. We are all seated. That's what I was saying. We are all seated. But those who are conscious of it, and take advantage of it. They are ahead. They are doing what they are doing because they are conscious and they know. They have knowledge of it. So they have taken that authority and they are working with it. But we are all seated. It's the same level, but it depends on how you operate in it. If you don't take authority, then so many things will happen to you. Yeah. So that is, uh, with. So that is, if you have a personal relationship or the or a close no, it's relationship, it's the, the knowledge is the knowledge. Okay. Yeah, it's the knowledge. That's what Paul was talking. About, that I may know him, know the accurate knowledge of God. That's what we what we call epignosis, the accurate knowledge. That's what I, I, I was teaching. This is accurate knowledge. This is truth. And if you know the truth, you'll be free. The truth will set you free. So it's about knowledge. It's about you knowing. Knowledge brings light. And when light appears, darkness vanishes. Yeah. So it's about knowledge and how conscious you are. Yeah. Amen. Okay, so you can also send your questions um, through these numbers 0240 or 0248-021826. 0248-021826. Please send your questions through these numbers and our man of God is going to answer them. Amen. So I think since we have a little time, I should ask the second question. He said, can there be a situation where God can overcome our authority? Is there any situation where God can overcome our authority? No, God, God will not do that. God cannot go against, God cannot go against his word. God cannot go against his word. That's why he are giving us keys in the kingdom. He said, I give you keys. 
Whatever you allow on earth, we will support it. Whatever you disallow, we will support it. So heaven is backing us up. You will not interfere, otherwise you you will start blaming him. <laughs> yeah, as David, uh, Adam did. Instead of him accepting responsibility, he said, "The woman that you gave me brought this trouble." Uh, so God has learned his lessons. So he has given you everything. As ye are complete in him, lacking nothing. So God will never go against his word. It's when he speaks, it becomes a covenant. And God can never break his covenant. So before we sign out, there is just one question I wanted to answer, man of God. Can the authority be corrupted? Yeah, it can be corrupted because authority is the right to use power. You can corrupt the power. Please, can you give us some you see, of the, the power way? is used for good works, but you can corrupt the power. Is you can corrupt the power, you can use the power to take advantage of people. You can you see, he has given to us freely, so we should give it what freely. So at times you can sell the power and all that. Like what is happening? If you don't take care, you can corrupt it. Samson was anointed, but his anointing was corrupted. And you see, this authority I'm talking about, it doesn't depend on whether you are living a righteous life or not. No, people see, see, people don't understand authority. When you are given authority, it's not according to how uh, holy or how righteous you are. That is not it. Jesus gave them power. You know, he gave the power to the twelve, and Judas was part of it. Can you imagine the the mindset? Of <laughs> yeah, he had all this plan all along. He was stealing from the treasury, but still, he went out there, healed the sick, raised the dead, came back. They were jumping up and down. They were happy. That demons were subjected to them. So if you understand authority, it's not about how how righteous you are. That is not authority. It's it's a delegated power. God is saying, I give it to you, represent me. The things that I, I will do, you do it. So it is not about that at all. It's not about that. So that's what some of you, because of the uh, the sin that you think you are doing. Even when there is a demon, you don't want to approach the demon. Right? So you don't even cast out them. It's not, it's not about that. It's not about that at all. It's not about that. So you need to understand authority so that you can just take up that authority. If there is a demon, you can cast it out. Because you are living that sin because you are under attack. It's a demon that is causing you to do because you have made room for that demon to operate in your life. So why don't you take authority and cast the demon out of you? Can lay hands on yourself and deliver yourself. Because an anointing can be corrupted. Use it to do bad things and all that. So because God says use it for what? For good works, as Jesus did. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. Yeah. 
God bless you so much, Pastor Joseph S.S.B., General Vesia, and founder of Cary City Gospel Center. It's always a great privilege having you here with us, sharing the word of God. So we want to really sign out. But for that, we want to thank our sponsorship. Vishma, please, can you wrap up? Amen. So we would like to first thank um sparkle supermarkets amen. amen they deal in wholesale and retail of baby foods soap creams clothing and anything baby amen, amen. and then um they sell in um they deal in soft drinks um biscuits and anything it's a mini supermarket so whatever that you need for your home you can go there and then get it they are at Bokrom Estate Junction. Bokrom Estate Junction. I I learned they have new stock. Amen. Amen. I learned they have new stock. New goods has arrived. So you can go there and then purchase. So you can contact them on 0542-0542-232920. And then you can... Uh, read them on all social media handles, uh, all social media platforms. That is the Sp- Sparkle Supermat, Sparkle Supermat on Facebook and on Instagram. And they also have the Sparkle Babies event that uh, for your children's christening and their birthday parties, you can contact them. They can have. They will bring their team. And then they create the the place for you, your birthday cakes, everything for your children to have their memorable birthdays. And then they are Christian. And you can contact them on the same line: zero five four two two three two nine two zero zero five four two two three two nine two zero. And then you can locate them also on social media. That is Instagram and on Facebook at the Sparkle the underscore Sparkle Babies Event the underscore sparkle baby event and then secondly on our list is lexicon fashions they deal in all clothing that is from gents to ladies to children you can contact them on zero five four nine zero five four nine seven two eight two two four zero five four nine seven two eight two two four and you are good to go all right so before we sign out to there are other branches from Cary city gospel center see the one at bokrom estate near rock of ages school is their main branch they have two other branches at knust and kstu so those who are in knust they are in splendor hostel their cafeteria that's where they have their worship service or their Sunday service. So if you are around campus, you can always pass by and visit them or worship with them. And at KSTU is Sinciprin GHS, Sinciprin GHS, yeah, that's where they are. So KSTU and KNUST are the branches of Cary City Gospel Center. So before man of God, please, any last words before we sign out? What I will say is that uh, I want every child of God to take hold of this authority and begin to operate with the power that we have been given. God, that power works. It's the same power 
that Jesus operated with the same power that raised him from the dead. So this same power can lift you from where you are to the place that you are desiring to be. God bless everyone. Amen. God bless you too. These are the program outlines that follows. Tomorrow, that is Tuesday at 5.30 a.m. to 7 o'clock a.m. It's plus morning due. Same happens on Wednesday, the same time, 5.30 a.m. to 7 o'clock a.m. Plus morning due. And on that same Wednesday at 5.30 p.m., there's a difference. There's an a.m. and there's a p.m. 5.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m., the journey so far with Raboni. And on that same day, 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m., hang out with the girls. On Thursdays, it's menacing. It's 100% men culture from 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 p.m. Then Friday is Mema in Ghana with Madiba, 5 o'clock p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. On that same Friday is discussion on story night. There are so many interesting stories that they discuss that you can join them at 7 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Then on Saturdays is Showbiz Plus, Showbiz Plus, 2 o'clock p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Then on Sundays is the Mirror Room, 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. A special shout-outs to Mr. Emmanuel from Pond-Manson, that's our executive producer, and Miss Teresa Gambra, our producer. My name once again is Nana Ousu Jr., and I was here with my co-host, Ishmael Barton, and also with the man of God, Pastor Joseph Osesebe. God bless us all to meet next week. Bye.